Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. This is your Twitterless heroine, ring announcer to the stars, the most professional podcaster, and most importantly, the queen of soft style, Miranda Morales. And I'm your host of the hashtag Miranda Show, which you can find as part of the radio network on chairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Thechairshot.com. Always. Use your head. Yes. Doesn't that sound good the second round? Not, I mean, not that you guys know that, but hey, I pull back the curtain. I'm not going to be here, be proud and be like, yes, I did in one take. No, I uh, did not. But hey, I'm still so glad to be with all of you this week. Uh, you know, full, full disclosure, having some technical difficulties. Uh, started even yesterday before this podcast, before any podcast, 
experienced some during the Greg DeMarco show and probably going to have some today. But you know what? That's just the way the world works. So we just roll with punches. We're going to keep on going because we got some great topics for you today. It's Miranda Morales being joined by the kingpin of thecheershot.com, my best friend. Best friends. My other best friend doesn't listen to this show. She should. I mean, she's still my best. She should. Um, Send her one. Send her one. Send her last week. So be like, listen to this. Just listen to other best. But now I feel like, well, now if I told her, be like, so I did say I have another best friend. She'd be like, and who? That's when she'll start listening to be like, oh hell no, no, she's not that that competitive. But anyways, uh, I I'm introducing you. You are introducing me. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, my co-host. For that introduction. Wild card, bitches! Totally derailed the episode last week. Never played the wild card bitches soundbite. Now that I think about it. No, well, because it was already, I mean, it it was beyond the wild card bitches soundbite. It really was. It was really by that point, it was beyond wild card bitches. Mm -mm. It was beyond anything imaginable whatsoever. And it was. Absolutely amazing. It was so. great. Yes, yes. But thank uh, you. you are, I'm here and I'm yeah, excited yeah. for another edition You're of the here. Hashtag Miranda Show. I found out what we're doing five minutes ago, so I'm really, really excited. Yeah, no, that's, that's, and that's a good sign. I mean, some, some days I'm actually super ambitious and I'll let Greg know ahead of time. Um, but sometimes we talk, sometimes you're like, hey, what do you think about this? Like, we plan. Yeah. yeah. Right? What? We plan. Sometimes. Uh, I've been in much of a planning mode recently and, you know, there's still, there's still lots going on specifically on this week's show. We're going to be talking about something happening this Sunday. Um, I'll, I'll let you know more in a second. We'll get more into it. And also something that happened, uh, yesterday as we're recording this, by the time you hear it, it's going to be earlier in this week. Um, something just crazy, something just crazy, you know, crazy. Uh, before we get to that though, we need to let you know where you can find us on social media because you're on social media. I know it. You know it. So go ahead and follow us. Me, myself, Miranda Morales. I'm on Instagram and Facebook, not on Twitter because I'm the Twitterless heroine. Literally the first thing I just said. Um, Even though I'm still being convinced, still being convinced to have a Twitter. By who? Someone, but, you know, dear friend uh, from Big Gold Belt Media, this year Chambers, today, trying to convince me no. to get a Twitter. Don't, don't, there was don't enough do people who who commented, or if I get some responses uh, on our uh, impact on Access TV uh, video cast that we do, that's on YouTube. Let's check that out at Big Gold Belt Media. Uh, if I get some feedback on the comments, you know, that's what he said. Tell, tell Miranda to get a, a Twitter. Um, he did feel a little bad after saying that, but, you know, it's it's still many many a men have come, tried to convince me to get Twitter and no one has been successful yet. So, but here your best friend, one of two, is fully supportive of you not having a Twitter. Because oh, yes, of course, but I, it's also you made you made the biggest deal in the world of me not having Twitter. I did, but then you got an Instagram. Like like this was even like this started before the Instagram. Like I remember the creation of the Instagram. And, and, and I, yeah, it's just over a year ago now. Actually, it is. Yeah, uh, the Instagram right. is about a year old. So, wow. hey, and it's been good to me. I have to say, I've been enjoying Instagram. It's been a lot of fun. I see lots of great content every day, uh, lots of cool videos, lots of great wrestling content, even news. You know, Instagram is a good place. 
Twitter is just in, in apropos Miranda has frozen, but, um, and she looks like she's mixing music right now, but she'll be back in a second. I'm sure. Um, Twitter is horrible. Like Twitter is just a cesspool and I'm on there. I haven't, I tweeted something the other day and I was like the first time in five days and I didn't miss it. And so, yeah, Miranda, you know what? There's a takeover coming up soon. Maybe you can take over the chair shot Twitter again. That's like once every few months. Seems, seems about right. But it, it definitely stresses. Got about a half a sentence out right there. That was good. Got about half a sentence out of you. It definitely stresses. I'm sure you talked about how Twitter stresses you out. You're still learning the hashtags. You're still learning how to. Oh, now it's just me. It's the Greg DeMarco show version of the hashtag Miranda show, um, which means I might have to recenter the invite. Uh, we'll get her back in and, and make sure that she is able to to come back in and do that. So, So pulling back the curtain now, we're going to be communicating while I am doing show stuff because I'm not going to edit this. I'm, I'm going to keep it going. So uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to send old Miranda a text now. I got to go full screen. Oh, she's back. Okay. So I'm back. Um, I just, I can't anyways. Uh, do me a favor. Check. I, I warned you. I warned, I warned, I warned you. I warned the listeners. I wa- I warned the viewers. This may happen. And we're going to go with you- it. I just told you to check your text message, but then I was able to tell you don't need to adjust what I just told you to adjust. You're fine. No, so. I know because I fixed it because I this is my job, Greg. I know, but then it booted you, and maybe it got unfixed, and no. so you know no. maybe it was the Wednesday version of the refrigerator where I couldn't bring it home, not the Friday version of the refrigerator where I brought the damn thing home. Like, who knows? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> You you bring up a good point. If you want to see the stories of Fred, Greg and his fifth refrigerator, I don't know how many Third. refrigerators. You have. know how many I have. Third. I, look, it doesn't matter how many refrigerators that you have. You have more than the average person. It doesn't matter. Me. Did you say it doesn't matter? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, no, you're right. It doesn't. clearly doesn't how how many you have. But anyways, uh, if you want to follow the the tales of Greg and his multiple refrigerators, you can follow him at Chairshot Greg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And also, if you want to follow the Chairshot.com, I mean, of course, it is a wonderful website for wrestling news, analysis, and opinions, and not just wrestling. Actually, lots of entertainment and sports. You can find that on the Chairshot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. But and you can follow, you follow it. The- yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. My bad. Shit, dude. Wait, hang on. I, I need to play something for myself. You ready? I'm going to play something for myself. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Carry on. Thank you. Thank you, Rock. Uh, Dwayne Johnson for that. You can follow the Chair Shot at Chair Shot Media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, you can get connected to news articles and uh, drops of latest podcasts from the Chair Shot Radio Network. So go ahead and follow us on the socials, on the social medias, on the pages, whatever the kids call it these days. Go ahead and follow us because we got some good content out there for you. And of course, you can get a little sneak peek into the lives of myself, Miranda Morales, and Greg DeMarco. 
Another thing that you can do while we're here, while I'm talking about it, while we're just in here chatting, having a good time, you should also go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and get your very own chair shot t-shirt. I mean, really, it's a wonderful place with over 25 different t-shirt designs all just for, you get it, you, you get it, you get it, you get that. So there you can find different t-shirt designs, of course, SupportingTheChairShot.com, lots of great logos like Chair Shot Worldwide, the Chair Shot Corona t-shirt, uh, the OG logo, literally one of my favorites, 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 uh, multiple Always Use Your Head t-shirts, and of course, t-shirts supporting some of the podcasts, including Everybody Hates Greg, which I don't know what podcast that supports. I think that just supports like a fandom, a movement. Really. Or anti-fandom, or basically hatred of me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, there, yeah, there's a fan base that doesn't like great. Um, and that's Absolutely. fine because we'll take your money. Don't worry about it. If, if you uh, want to rep hating gray, we got a shirt for you. you Please do. Like, Please yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, like Greg, well, then you can buy any of the shirts. If you like me, little old me, well, you can get your Queen of Soft Style t shirt. Um, and we have it for you in soft style because that's how much I care. I would wait, never wait, wait. My- Are you telling me? You can get a Queen of Soft Style t-shirt in Soft Style? That's just, I can't believe we do that for people. I just can't no, believe I we know. do that for people. You know what? I would not put my name on a t-shirt without having it in Soft Style. I, there was, There's just no way I would support it. Damn sure like wouldn't that. buy one not in Soft Style. That's true. Hey, you can get this soft style t-shirt with sleeves or without sleeves. Did you know that, Greg? No, you didn't know. (laughs) No, you did. Because then why would you be insinuating that I did not get my own shirt in soft style? I got it actually in two ways soft style. I got it without the sleeves and with the sleeves. I just don't happen to know where the one without the sleeves (laughs) is right now. But so I got the one with sleeves and, you know, it is what it is. But we take care of you, the listeners, the viewers of the hashtag Miranda show. So make sure to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own chair shot t-shirt today. That is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own t-shirt today. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code chairshot. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 
That's over 150 of your favorite promotions found exclusively at powerslam.tv. So go to powerslam.tv and you'll get a free week. But if you use the promo code chairshot, you will get a free month. Now a month is only six bucks, but why not try it out and see if you like it first and do it on us. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot, get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Played the wrong one, so I played it twice. You played the wrong. It was the same one twice. There you go, Amber. Just, 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 just for Amber, Chris Platt. You're welcome. Amber refuses to ever appear on a chair shot program again since she recorded that soundbite, but she forever lives in infamy. Forever does yes. Well, I wouldn't say infamy. I would say that it's it's you know in history. I mean, I was it, like, so would the, the would the opposite of infamy be for me? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like infamous and famous. This is where infamy a dictionary would come me. in handy. Now we that last was like the show two weeks ago. We can't go back. Exactly. That last time I actually you know used a dictionary was to look up the word jabroni, and uh, I haven't needed to use it since, and See? actually refused to. Uh, refuse until another wrestling related term gets included into it so i'm actually boycotting the dictionary right now greg um so uh i think maybe urban dictionary is my next best resource maybe you got a master's degree you don't need a dictionary like come on. exactly i i have a master's people understand the education behind this program there are two master's degrees on your screen right two master's degrees two degrees this could be one got, of the smartest. We got podcasts. degrees in business, communications, and multiple degrees in education sitting right here in front of you, oh. talking about professional wrestling. So yes, maybe but we I picked also the wrong. Have really tone. good hair too. So really, I have a lot going on for me. Yeah, yep. that, that's you do. Um, that's really what I tell myself every morning when I wake that's, up. That's edification. Is very, very important right now. That also was established. Look, y'all need to listen to part of the Greg DeMarco show. By part of it, I mean all of it. Because I was also established that I am really living a real-life American horror story. Um, Yes. That I only exist in this house. This is murder house right now. And... um, uh, almost with Roanoke. I'm not. I'm not sure. And if, and if you none of you know what I'm talking about, just go watch watch American Horror Story. Uh, there's some seasons that you can absolutely skip. You can actually skip kind of the first season, um, but it's actually really really important. You do not want to miss Asylum. You need to watch Asylum. Uh, Coven is great. Freak shows all right. Um, Sorry yeah. for taking notes. Uh, Roanoke is pretty decent. Kind of kind of weird. Uh, hotel is great if you like real freaky things. Um, loving it. 84 is great. 1984 is great. Um, Apocalypse. I'm pretty much, I mean, there's there's all, all aspects of American Horror Story. But talking about Murder House, I think I just, I only exist in this house because I'm in it all the time. And my internet doesn't work and people can't see me. So that was also established. Uh, and also I'm dead inside. So that, that too. <laughs> that did come up as well. Yes, I can confirm that, up, so. that that came up. The rest of it, well, you're just going to have to listen to three yeah, bad yeah. motherfuckers to find out. Some of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet are on that plane. You know, I mean, let, let's just be honest. Let's just call a spade a spade. Can you even put Patrick O'Dowd in the bad motherfucker category? Like, 
You know, Kenya. I think he's like an adorable motherfucker. Like I just like, <laughs> I just, like he's like a softy, and and I just can't. He's so cute. He's just he's, so adorable. He's just like a little old man, even though he's not old. Like it's just, man, yeah, little old man. He's like some of the baddest motherfuckers he, on the planet are on that plane. He doesn't want to hug me. He does not he, want to. He, he's me. a hugger. Like actually. he, no, he'll like keep his hands. He'll like he won't want to hug me, but he'll hug me. You can keep thinking that, but he's actually a hugger. See, he puts this tough facade in front of me, you know? Does he, he though? This very tough. Yes, he does. He puts Man. a very tough exterior in front of me. I like, see right he through just, it, apparently. He, no, he, he, you know, he keeps me at arm's length. He's mushy. Really, that's been the dynamic of, of this. Well, because he thought you were trying to, to steal his best friend. I'm not trying to steal nothing. One, if I wanted to steal something, I steal it, okay? <laughs> if I, Once I set my mind to something, I'm going to do it. All right, Patrick? Uh but also, I like Patrick too. I want to be best friends with Patrick too, and he just keeps me at arms like he's the best friend. Yeah, he, he's he's only so much Patrick to go around. That that's just that's just the way it is. But okay, guys. But that you know that's okay. Maybe one day Patrick Odell will be best friends with me. Uh, we will see. You know, we still got a long Stay way tuned. to go. We've been doing this now for uh, oh my gosh, it will be two years coming up soon. Two years that you, since you first appeared on the Greg DeMarco show, yeah. But then, you know, I had a car accident, Patrick had a, we had like a layoff, like a, not a layoff, but we had yeah. a layoff, that's something different. Yeah, a, things a, a, lay, some yeah, time off layoff. and, and um, you know, and things happen. And why are we talking about these things? You have two topics today and we're 20 minutes into the show. I, like, I look, I was going to, and then you really interrupted me. So gosh, Greg, wow. Oh, really now it's back to crazy. being my fault again. That's just. Yes, of course. It's been a while since I, it's I been really, all my fault. So. It's a hobby for it's me to blame men for my, my problems. Fault. It's true. Literally, it's... I mean, I may have a master's degree in, in many things, but that's the master's degree I really have in. So, um, there you go. Uh, we do have wrestling-related topics this what? week. Actually, two good ones. Um, they are both WWE-centric, so if you don't like WWE, stop hate-watching it. I know you. I see you. It's all okay. Of them. It's everybody. Everybody hate watches it. I hate watched it, um, and that and that's okay. But this Sunday, um, which is September, doesn't matter. What do the you date remember? Is. This Sunday, September twenty seventh, WWE presents Clash of Champions, and that means every title is being defended. I wanted to review some of the matches uh, I'm highly anticipating. We're not going to go over all of them, but some of the matches that I'm looking forward to the most, plus some matches that I'm just like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? So I'm really hitting the ends of the spectrum in this Clash of Champions preview. So first, let's do the good news. What are the matches that I'm most excited about? And some of them are, are you know, what most people are excited about as well. Uh, and some of the bigger stories. But there's also one in there uh, that we talked about last week that we got some clarity on that I'm very excited about. So we're going to get into it. We're going to start with Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton champion Drew McIntyre. Uh, he will be facing Randy Orton defending the WWE championship in an ambulance match. 
Now, this has been a program we've been seeing really for months, uh, ever since, uh, you know, the results of WrestleMania. Um, McIntyre has had some programs in between um, and has some great matches with Keith Lee on Raw. Um, Randy Orton, too, has been kind of working his way through different stories. But one of the best stories really of this pandemic era has been Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. And it kind of does seem fitting that they're escalating their feud to another level. Um, now, you, uh, some could wonder, you know, if, if this is really going to be a, a moment where we're going to see maybe a, a stop in their program, we're going to have, have this chapter closed, um, or could me. All right, frozen moment here. Oh, wait, she's back. Go ahead, continue. Uh, not not sure if uh, we're getting Helena Cell. It was originally advertised, but I think one could wonder that you could end up seeing this match again at Helena Cell. But the ambulance match does make it seem like we're going to see something big happen with this feud, specifically a chance that Randy Orton will actually win the WWE championship from Drew McIntyre in a way that helps, uh, you know, quote unquote, uh, Drew stay strong. Um, and, but also, you know, uh, maybe continue the story so that Drew can have the chase and maybe it is just for short term, but maybe win it back fairly soon. Um, but I've, you know, I'm not the biggest Randy Orton fan, We've talked about even just doing a topic uh, on this show one day of maybe, you know, things that we think are overrated or aspects of, of wrestling that are overrated or fandoms that we don't get. I've just not been a fan of Randy Orton in general. I respect him. However, I've really loved his role in this dynamic with Drew McIntyre. And I can see why this is kind of the next step in the evolution in uh, their program. And I kind of see this as probably being the, the chance that we see a title change. Um, um, and and Randy Orton comes out, you know, the new WWE champion. Greg, I mean, what do you feel like we're also going to be seeing that or do you feel like Drew's going to retain? So if you think about what's been going on in WWE and what's coming up over the next few months, uh, you know, we're only two months away from Survivor Series where, you know, it's probably a good place to put retribution in a match against some people from Raw and, and do all of that. And an ambulance match, well, sure as heck, doesn't really have a whole lot of rules now, does it? And, you know, outside of you got to put your opponent in the ambulance and shut the door. This, to me, seems like a prime opportunity for Retribution to get involved and cost old Drew McIntyre said WWE Championship, thus keeping him strong, as you said earlier, and allowing Sir Randall of Horton to become a 14-time world champion, well on his way to breaking the record established by Ric Flair and John Cena, because... I don't think Randy Orton's overrated and thus think he should be the first person to get to 17 title reigns. Uh, but no, I think this is a perfect opportunity to let Retribution do this. They're under contract now. I don't know what that really does to the story. We talked to, you know, impromptu on the Greg DeMarco show about how stupid some of that is. We're going to talk about it here too. But I do think it's a great opportunity to get Retribution involved and cost Drew McIntyre the WWE Championship. Doesn't mean he'll be out of the title picture. I think after Survivor Series... He can then get himself back into the title picture very easily. And Randy Orton's, you know, 
living his best life, doing his best work. So I think this is a good time for Orton to be that champion. He could even do a program with Keith Lee right now. That's been set up. I mean, there's a lot they can do and then go back to Drew McIntyre, hopefully when there are fans and, and continue that. So that is, uh, those are my thoughts. Next we have, speaking of retribution, who came in on SmackDown um, and, uh, you know, did whatever they do over there as well, uh, which I don't know. This whole is really to us, even our things about retribution. Dumb as shit. We have Roman Reigns, Universal Champion, facing his cousin, Jay Uso. Jay got this opportunity back on September 4th on SmackDown when he won a four way match between. Uh, well, actually, it was an hour. Let me take a step back. There was a fatal four way. Jey Uso won that. Originally, he was supposed to be in that. Uh, he was taken out by Sheamus and then stepped in and won, setting him to face his cousin for the Universal Championship. And this, uh, pretty much now, the, the first offense. Uh, Roman Reigns, since he's won the Universal Champion, since he's uh, himself the advocate, uh, Paul Heyman. And, you know, they've had an interesting run with this, really playing on the family dynamic between Jay and Roman. Really, this is real life family part of the wrestling dynasty. And really also playing on Roman Reigns is, you know, I think almost trying to see if the old Roman Reigns has peeked through love of a family and, and that's still kind of being the case but ultimately Roman Reigns is doing what Roman uh, is all about and, and that taking his championship and leaving uh, this I was I'm actually more interested in going to be uh, when Jay won that four and became number one you know I was surprised but also having low expectations for this program uh, just because I, I didn't know what to expect. But I really have liked Flourish Stone. And we have, oh, no, wait, maybe we don't have Frozen Miranda. We do have Frozen Miranda. Let it go. She's back. <laughs> she was back. She's not back again. I was. She's back. Fuck. Okay. Is, Let's try. For the rest of my life. This is Murder House. This is Murder House. And this, this is the, the clip I use to advertise the show is me constantly repeating. <laughs> this is Murder House. People are like, what in the hell happened? And I'll be like, you... That's a good question. Yes. Let's what, not have your best friend happened? listen to this version of the show. Let's have her listen to last week. This is what happens when Sadie's not around. God damn it, Sadie. Sadie. Get, in the, get, in the, get in the frame. Let me interview Sadie. you again. Sadie. Sadie. She can't there. hear you because no one can hear you but you and me. I'm oh, it's the murder. So animals are not affected by murder. I don't know. If I have to go back and check. Murder. Yeah. She's literally not coming. I don't know her. Wow. She's really neglected me. Anyways. Going back to Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. Oh, she's right there. <laughs> she's right here. She's like, bitch, I'm down here. And you're like, who are you calling a bitch, bitch? Like, yeah. 
Roman Reigns and Jay Russo. <laughs> yes, yes, Roman Reigns and yes. Jay Russo. That's, you know, uh, again, I'm, I'm wanting to have a little bit more direction with, with Jay Uso, a little just more definitive uh, perspective from his character. And we went into a whole conversation about heroes and villains and faces and heels on this week's Greg DeMarco show. However, this one, I mean, I feel like, yes, Roman Reigns is very much almost in a gray area where he is... Um, actions could be viewed as villainous but also his intentions seem very heroic as someone who's just you know doing what he does best i mean when he first came back talked about you know doing what was best for his family for himself and taking time and now aligning with paul Heyman, you know in order to uh get his career back not even just to get his career back on track but just to have someone to help advocate for him and in reality too when you look at the things that roman's done in the past he did a lot of the right things and got nowhere so what's what's the incentive of being a good guy when, you know, maybe being a, a villain is, is a little gets you where you want? Um, I'd like a little bit more definition from Jay Uso, though. That That is one part as someone who really likes storytelling. I wish I would get. But overall, this is making me excited to watch this match. I think the, the dynamic uh, will, will play out in the ring very well. I think it will be a really entertaining match. But ultimately, Jay Uso is going to realize that they may be family, but business is business. 100%. And that's so... Sometimes we like to do what you know what should happen versus what will happen. I would love Jay to have the performance of a lifetime against Roman Reigns. Still lose, Roman give him the fist bump at the end, and this head us down to the road of the eventual, you know, Roman Empire, Samoan Dynasty stable. What will happen is that Roman's going to solidify himself as the villain by absolutely destroying his family member, who will still put up a good fight early, but then yeah. Roman's going to go off. And maybe even lose by disqualification, but still beat the ever-living piss out of Jey Uso to the point where you probably won't see Jey Uso again until Jimmy comes back in January and they're both on Raw because you got to, at that point, keep them away from Roman Reigns. And and then Roman will continue down the road of, of arrive, whatever, and leave. And that's fine, too. It, it's, it's all because it's about Roman. It's not about Jey Uso. You talked about how you want more definition from Jey Uso. Let me give it to you. Still a tag team guy. That's the definition of Jey Uso. Yeah, he's getting a world title match on a WWE pay-per-view, and that's great because there's no audience and, and it's a captive audience and the main event's probably going to be the ambulance match. But Jey Uso's a tag team guy. Jey Uso's going to be. I would love to see him in the Intercontinental title picture. I think he could totally yeah. carry the Intercontinental championship. It's obviously not going to happen because they're doing what they're doing and Jimmy's supposed to come back in January. So I think this is a short-term program. I think it's going to be used to define Roman Reigns, and then Jay will go back to being what Jay is, and that's a tag team wrestler. But this is still a great opportunity for Jay to shine, and I think he will get that shine. Yes. But Roman's beating the hell out of him in the end. Oh, yes. You know, and talking about solidifying Roman as a villain, as a heel, I mean, a lot of roads lead back to the shield and that whole dynamic and that whole history, um, because really uh, Roman was very much kind of on, on his own after the breakup and even tried to, you know, did his best to try and bring Seth uh, and Dean together because they really were the ones that had that tension um, through that. 
But I think that if there was some way that they were all together now, maybe this would be telling the same story with different people. Um, that I think in order to solidify him in this new role, we have to see him kind of break down his past, break down elements of the old him in order to really establish the new him. So I feel like that purpose is still being met with this match with Jay Uso. And again, the family dynamic that they've really been pushing. But you're absolutely right. This is really more, I think Jay will have a great match. I think it's going to elevate him as a professional wrestler, maybe even in a singles run for a while. But this is really about just establishing Roman Reigns as the top, not only just top guy on SmackDown, top guy in WWE, but just like the top, you know, and I I mean, we play around with these terms, you know, villain, really, you know, and I think that's, that's awesome. Well, you know, why, why not uh, make an example exactly. by using real life family dynamics. So very big uh, fan of this and one that uh, I actually started off low expectations, pretty high now. What's more villainous than beating the crap out of your family member? Yeah. I mean, even though people do that privately, like brothers fight or whatever, and sisters fight, yeah. and brothers and sisters fight, mm-hmm. I see it all the time in my own house. But it's to to professionally do it, like that's some dastardly bullshit, and that's what a villain would do, and and that's what you know could establish Roman Reigns in that role, putting up a good fight, fist bumping your cousin after the match because he he took it you know further than you thought. That's what a hero does. But I think Roman's a villain here, yeah. and I think this is mm-hmm. going to do that. And it's going to be, old, you know, <clears throat> Corey everything Roman. with the old Roman Reigns needs to go away. It like, is. I, I, it is. And, he did an interview. So this is, yeah. He did an interview, and, and he's he's not going to wrestle with the vest on on Sunday. Good. And and Good. I think the only thing from the old Raymond that's going to Raymond. I don't know why he became Raymond Raymond Reigns. Um, the <laughs> only thing about the old Roman that's going to exist are the pants. From what I understand, like he's getting new music eventually. He's he's gonna stop. You know, he he really worked to improve his physique so he doesn't have to wrestle with the vest on. And yeah, he so has new teeth. Some, yeah, he has new teeth. Probably some new ink that we'll see more of. So yeah, hashtag Roman. The last match I want to talk about, as far as the the positive ones that I'm really excited about, is uh, one that was just made uh, earlier this week. Uh, Asuka the Raw Women's Champion will be facing Zelina Vega. Uh, and this actually came after Zelina Vega uh, slapped the, the taste out of Asuka's mouth uh, after her match with Mickey James uh, two weeks ago. And then this past week, Zelina Vega won the opportunity to face Asuka after beating Mickey James. And I, to me, I know that there was uh, a lot of hoopla online about the ending of the Mickey James Oscar match from two weeks ago. I feel like this was actually a great way to uh, kind of go full circle with still addressing um, the ending of that match, um, giving Zelina an opportunity to showcase her skill and really having her, you know, earn that opportunity to face Zelina. But this too has come with Zelina taking a break from Andrade and Angel Garza. Those boys are going to be boys. She's tired of that. She decided to pursue and put her, energy into herself and the fact that she went straight to the top she didn't dilly dally around she didn't go you know detour she went straight past go collected her two hundred dollars and say i'm i'm here for it so uh this match itself makes me really excited i mean kind of on the same level as as jay and roman it's not one where we expect Zelina Vega to win, but she can have a fantastic match. And as someone we don't really see wrestle 
frequently. It's almost like, you know, it's, it's a rarity, but it's also something special when we see Zelina in the ring. And also her character work, the just her nuances as really, I mean, she, she too is, though, straight up villainous, you know? Oh, With, yeah. I mean, but in the most beautiful form. Like a She's a heel villain. Ain't even mad at. She, yeah, she's, she's a heel, heel villain, villain, but like you ain't even Quanta, mad at it though. Like I get, oh, no. like Andrade and Angel could not get their ish together, and so I get where she's like, I'm tired, I'm done with you, I'm gonna focus on myself. I, I mean, I think it's 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 smart strategizing on, on her part, and I really am very interested to see the dynamic. Uh, I mean, overall, Oscar is is much more uh, known to to be the the stronger wrestler, but I oh, do yeah. think that the things that Selena can do in order to again maybe play mind games, get into to Oscar's head, even you know trick her in some instances, um, will be really entertaining. Now, this is on the pre-show, so. You know, that is a little bit of a bummer, uh, but you you do see a stacked card with uh, women uh, on the show as well. Um, but uh, again, I would switch this honestly with another one of the matches that I'll be talking about in a second. Um, but this, this is one when this was announced and this was made official for Class of Champions was I was on it. I was for it and I'm excited for it. And uh, interesting. So, you know, one of the things that I've always praised Miranda for privately is she does a ton of research for her show. That's why you hear her list dates and things like that. I did some research of my own. And yeah. Zelina Vega, approaching three years in WWE, has wrestled a total of 30 matches in the three years that she's been in the company, which is not a lot if you consider the TV, the touring, and all that. And barely today in NXT, outside of a couple of Battle Royals. And, you know, she's been in a couple of Royal Rumbles. Like some of those are, are even matches that, quote unquote, maybe. Don't count. But she has as excelled as a performer. Is she, do I expect her to win? No, I don't expect her to win. In fact, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit, and maybe you're going to talk about this match. Maybe you won't. It would make sense if you do in your next thing. I think the roles are going to be reversed. And when Andrade and Angel Garza are the Raw Tag Team Champions, she's going to be trying to get them back. And they're not going to be so sure because they're going to have won them without her. So I think the roles are going to be reversed, but I think – That'll all be reset and they'll be back together as one happy family soon enough. But it's great that she's getting this opportunity and, and maybe she doesn't get it with the pandemic and people can see she's better suited, not as a wrestler. I think we can all agree with that, but she's a better wrestler than people give her credit for. She was a better wrestler in, in TNA that people give her credit for, and she's a better wrestler now that people give her credit for. And I think she will get the opportunity to shine. And knowing what we know about Asuka, the person I bet Oscar wants to go out there and show the world how good Zelina yeah. Vega is. And, and on, you know, people talk about on the kickoff, off the kickoff. Look, dude, the kickoff has way more distribution than the WWE Network does. And there's a good chance more people are going to see that match than see the pay-per-view itself. So I'm okay with her being on the kickoff. And remember, the kickoff is designed to sell pay-per-view. So if they put you on the kickoff, they are trusting you with that marketing portion of the show. And they're trusting Zelina Vega. And they trust her with a lot. And they should. She has been one of the stars of this pandemic and she was a shining star before it, but it really gave her the spotlight, uh, especially when they were low on people and, and she had to carry like an hour of raw with her, with her stable back for a while there at the performance center. So I love, she's getting this opportunity and I know she's going to make the most of it, even though she ain't going. And another aspect of being part of the kickoff show uh, that could be a sign um, that this is not a one and done. 
a lot of times when you have a, sh- a match on the kickoff show, it's because they're going to continue to have this match in some capacity later on, whether we see it on Raw or SmackDown or at another pay-per-view right. in the future. So that is actually a good sign that um, this is this may not be just her one opportunity, that something will happen and she'll be allotted another opportunity. And in that case, likely that match would be as part of mm-hmm. the, the main show. But that, that's also a good sign um, that they have long term plans for this. It does feel kind of rushed because this came together in two weeks. But at the same time, you know, really, what else do you really need to to say? Uh, A lot of what Zelina did was, again, the nonverbal, I'm going to, you know, she went up to Asuka and smacked her. Well, I mean, that's really, in its most simplest form, a very clear challenge. So, uh, I, you know, I know that's very short time frame, but do you really need that much more? You don't. People overthink it sometimes. It was simple. Go in there, smack Asuka. Asuka, of course, is going to want retribution and then we we book the match and we put it together and, and it just you know keep it simple it's fine it works and and i think it's going to be i think it's gonna be really good and, and i'm excited yes. about it and so good for Zelina. now Vega. two matches i'm not so thrilled about and mainly because these are redos these are matches that we've seen over and over and over and over again um, but I think that there's, these are two different explanations. So I get that there's a bigger picture for them, but again, just to, I had to, to balance this a little bit because the other matches on the card were things that I think were still interesting, but these two popped out to me as redos. So you mentioned it right now. We just talked about it for the raw tag team championships. We have the street profits defending their titles against Andrade and Angel Garza. Again. Uh, Again. 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 The only aspect I need for this to happen is we get new champions. Absolutely. Like this story has gone on for too long without any title changes, without any develop, like, that that's that's the only reasonable explanation that I'm I'm coming up with. The only reasonable solution to this story is change the damn titles or do not give me this match. I agree. I agree 100. percent And I think they will. If I were to make a prediction, I would say that Andrade and Angel Garza are going to win the Raw Tag Team Championships, and then we get the story of them, whether or not they want to be realigned with Zelina Vega, which I think is good storytelling because it puts the, yeah. you know, reverses the roles and puts the shoe on the other foot. Also, you know, I think something's going to happen, and we talked about it a little bit last week uh, on your show when we came up with some percentages. You know, long term, I fully think that Ray and Dominic Mysterio will be WWE probably raw tag team championships at cha- champions at some point. Well, they're the heroes. The belts need to be on villains for that to really mm-hmm. make the most sense. Yeah. Andrade and Angel Garza, definitely villains. Be perfect. And be so perfect. I think probably doesn't happen at WrestleMania. I could see it happening at like Royal Rumble or TLC, but I think this is a step in the direction of getting the titles to Ray and Dominic Mysterio, and that'll be Dominic's and first championship in WWE. Such a good lucha feud, like just mm-hmm. that part of me would like it just be perfect. Yeah. So let's. I'm, I'm trying to stay calm, Greg. I'm trying to stay calm. I'm thinking about this match, and I'm trying to stay calm. If if that is not the direction we go in, I'm I I don't know what I'm gonna do. So I guess well, I I'm with you. 
I agree with you 100%, but it can be saved if they do the right thing. So I do know the right thing. I know WWE. Can you do that again, but clap? Do the right thing. Thank you. I know but they I was listen. So angry. That's why I had to hit I know. the table. You had to pound you know? instead. I, 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 you had to pound instead or you had to hashtag instead? Sorry, that's a throwback to last week's show, too. I know you guys listen to this show. AEW listens. I, I, we, we've seen it, right? AEW we got proof. So I'm imploring you right that. now. Also, yeah. Also, we've all the Russians listen to. This. Yes. Well, they listen to everything. Your dogs listen. Yeah. Your other best friend does not listen. Um, Patrick doesn't, doesn't listen. Um, Patrick doesn't listen. He doesn't want to be my best friend either. Lots of other people listen. But I'm telling you, WWE, we implore you, put the belts on Andrade and Angel Garza. Otherwise, yeah. don't do this match. That is all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to our TED Talk. Yes. The other redo that we have, uh, and this one I know is very much a bigger picture, but we have Bailey, who's, of course, the SmackDown Women's Champion, going up against Nikki Cross. Now, again, a redo. We've seen this match lots of times. For this title, but I understand that there's, you know, two different stories happening. Really, this match is going is happening. So Sasha Banks come after the match, the crap out of Bailey. You know, like her getting her vengeance or retribution. Retribution. <laughs> Ain't never gonna die. Uh, never gonna die. Ever, yes. Uh, getting her retribution. Retribution against Bailey who has attacked her, not once, but twice. So um, that that's my anticipation, is this match is really, I think it could be a great match. We also still have, too, this dynamic happening between Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss um, that's still kind of simmering. So hopefully this is the, the completion of this Nikki Cross-Bailey uh, program and they soften their own respective feuds. Um, and and really, I'm just in it to see Sasha come out and beat the crap out of Bailey. I think that's what most people are in it for, and I think that's what's going to happen. Um, and I'm okay with this one. I really am. I actually didn't think this is the one you're going to pick, so uh, I'm I'm on board with it. I thought you were going to pick Bobby Lashley versus Apollo, but that's just me. you know. I was I was tempted. I was tempted, but you know what? I'm not mad at that. At first, like, and I would have defended uh, it. I was kind of. I would have yes, defended it. Yeah, I, I, I'm not that mad. I, damn it, the hurt business, man. I get like, damn, they're so good. It, yes, it's with, with Apollo and, and Bobby Lashley, um, we've seen that. We've seen that before. You, you know, we now with the business. I just, I don't see anything changing. Right. Uh, no. I, I, I see Bobby retaining. Um, and maybe the Hurt Business grows. Do you think the Hurt Business could get so big it gets to low territory where like too many people join? No, I don't think they would. Like do if that. they incorporate Apollo and Ricochet. No, because y- y- you really teeter on two things right there. Number one, too many people. Number two, it becomes racial, and you don't want either of those things to happen. Um, no, if yeah. I were to add a fifth person to the hurt business, it would be a woman at this point. I would not add That's true, another yeah. man because I would but love he, to see, he, we talked about it before. I'd love to see Nia Jax in the hurt business. Yes, that would be great. 
Definitely not, you know, trying to apply anything racially. I think it was more of the fact that, you know, they are putting so much attention, just like they did with Cedric, is because they were trying to recruit. They want, they believed enough in these individuals to want them or want to, to, you know, have them see the ways of the hurt business. And, you know, um, so I mean, I, I, I don't want to add a fifth member, but. I think it would be so good for Ricochet. I really do. To turn heel, yeah. to, to have that heel characteristics to him and become a villain at the same time. Uh, and maybe still kind of be the babyface of the group, even though he's a villain, you know, because he's Ricochet. Like, yeah. he can't help but smile and be happy. Yeah. I just feel like he needs and, – and look, we've talked about it before. WWE is a booking cycle. Okay, you've got to ride the ups and the downs. Ricochet, will, will, he's a two-time, like a multi, I think at least once, maybe twice, United States champion, right? He got to wrestle at WrestleMania 35 right after coming up to the main roster. Like, he's had plenty of opportunity, and people only look at the past two months when they evaluate somebody. And he'll have his chances again. R- Ricochet is the kind of guy who could have a Rey Mysterio world title run, 100%, yeah. and probably will, okay? Probably will. So his time will come. So so I'm not. It's just you got to ride the ups and the downs of WWE booking. That's how you're successful in the company. Look at Drew McIntyre. Ride the ups, ride the downs. It's going to work out for you. Look at Braun Strowman. But man, it would be really cool if he was in the hurt business. Like uh, even though I'm contradicting everything I just said. Yeah, you just just going back. I didn't even have to hashtag Miranda write to you. You did it on your own. I did. Is this, is this almost like Stockholm syndrome? Is, is that what? We're I mean, you're, you've already talked about the weirdness of your home, anyway. So, yeah, who, who, who knows? But you, we can retroactively pretend that it was the hashtag Miranda writes. Yes. There you go. So, Clash of Champions this Sunday. It's going to be on the WWE Network. Let us know your thoughts. Feel free to reach out to us on social media. Uh, what matches are you the most excited for? Uh, what are your thoughts, especially on the matches that we talked about? Uh, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso for the Universal Championship. Drew McIntyre defending his championship, the WWE Championship, against Randy Orton in an ambulance match. Asuka defending the Raw Women's Championship against Selena Vega. And, of course, the redos and hopefully the finals. The Duns, the No Mores, the until Raw on Monday. Quit. Don't, don't do this to me. I mean, don't if Andrade, me. if Andrade and Angel win the titles on Sunday, I'm okay with them beating the Street Profits again on Monday. I really am. Yes, especially if it if it advances the story of Zelina trying to get back with them. Can I say one thing about Clash of Champions? Can I yes. interject one more item because I know they're listening. And yes. and I want to. I am fully aware this show is either going to end with Drew McIntyre, or Randy Orton, or Roman Reigns holding a title above their head. Like I am fully aware that's how the show is going to end. But this to me is the perfect show to end with Jeff Hardy standing at the top of the ladder holding the Intercontinental Championship above his head. If I were WWE, I would go with a little crazy match order and I would close this show with the ladder match between Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, and Jeff Hardy, which is – no one's talking about this match. It's probably going to be, for lack of a better term, phenomenal. And and yeah. these three guys are going to deliver in that element so well. They're going to play their characters but also deliver in the ring. And if I were them, I'd uh, – Jeff Hardy – the Intercontinental Championship, we talked about it mon- a month ago or whenever when we rated the titles. It's basically a third world title in WWE. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy is basically a third world champion in WWE right now. And I think that 
that match, if I were, I just can't help but think that's probably the match that's a closer show. It won't, but I think it should. Who knows? Yeah, let us know on social media your thoughts. Uh, again, uh, me, Miranda Morales, add to the hashtag Miranda. You can get Greg at ShareShot Greg or uh, add to the ShareShot social media, add to ShareShot Media. Uh, with that, we got some bills to pay, Greg. So go ahead and play that song. Not a song. It's commercials. Hey, Lucha-Masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Bringing you, in partnership with Mask Republic, the Lucha Brothers, as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. Go to Lucha-Masks.com and fight Lucha Strong with masks from your favorite Lucha legends and Pro Wrestling Revolution luchadores. Stay safe in style and represent your favorite luchador. Get yours now at lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thank you to all of our sponsors. You all are lovely, lovely sponsors. I don't know if everyone's ever said they're lovely, but... They have now. That's okay. So, real quick before we get into our final topic, we got to do something we just started last week, which is the item of the week. For those of you who are watching on YouTube, uh, that means I get to show you one of the lovely items around me that's part of my office. For those of you who are not watching on YouTube, go ahead, stop what, what you're listening to. Go ahead and go to the Chair Shots YouTube and then just catch up on, on the YouTube uh, channel and with this episode because you always want to tune in to Item of the Week. Uh, we get to share Fun little items with you. Just let you know what happens, what, what's happening behind this, all of this, all of this, all of all of all that. of it, the whole thing. Yes, so the whole, the whole. It's gonna be really funny in like six months from now. The item of the week's gonna be like, so I got this microphone right here. Like, like we yeah, run out of items. Microphone here. This this uh, highlighter. <laughs> this. I got know. this pen that I used to take notes. Although I haven't taken any notes yes. today, so. No, who knows? He needs notes. This, notes are for nerds. This empty no. Pepsi Diet Pepsi can. Because as I did during the commercial break, I'm I'm out of drinks. I have yes. consumed them all. Yes. This glass is empty, well, but honestly, it was here yesterday. So, you know, I have some wrestling items behind me, but there's some non-wrestling items behind me as as well. And uh, I'm going to go with a non-wrestling item today. Last week I did this here, my, my big old belt, plastic belt right here. Um, and because I talked about her earlier, this is a gift from my other best friend who provided this little book to me earlier this year uh, for my birthday. Time to wind down. And it's a fancy book. It looks like a children's book, but it's not. It has a list of wines mm-hmm. here. And then you have to take this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. You take this out and it becomes Ooh, a coaster. Coaster. What? And you could put it back in. And so here for Pinot Grigio, they have some characteristics. 
of it and then also pairs well with certain foods so you know um, i i usually just grab what's affordable and what i like but now that i have this handy little nifty guide i can reference that with some pairings so i want a picture uh, on instagram of you at walmart in the wine section looking at this book trying yes to- looking at this book looking at this flip book being like okay chardonnay chicken. Does that mean I'm going to get a bottle of wine and a rotisserie chicken? That would be so funny. It'd be like, you know, sliding like three or four pictures. First, you're looking at the book. Then you got the Chardonnay. Then you're like, and then they're out of rotisserie chickens. And you're like, like, oh, it'd be so perfect. No, but they can't be out of rotisserie chickens. I need my rotisserie chickens and Chardonnay. Right? Yes. It's on page two. That is my item of the week. Greg, do you have an item of the week? I have an item of the week. So this item of the week I'm excited about. This item of the week has come up before. Um, It's been a part of multiple podcasts. However, never a video podcast. It's been a part of our video before, but never a part of everyone else's. So, this is Maurice the Judgmental Meerkat. You've heard of him. You love him. Maurice was a gift uh, from my daughter. That she literally, for Father's Day a few years ago, we were at the zoo. Back when we had a zoo membership, because now that my kids are 14 and 12, we don't need a zoo membership. Um, and it ain't open anyway, because, you know, COVID. Uh, yeah, she wanted to buy me something, and she wanted to buy me a meerkat with her own money. And she did buy me this meerkat with her own money. So this is Maurice, the judgmental meerkat. And plenty of times during the recording of multiple podcasts, he will just kind of look at you when you say something and, and judge, judge you. Me. Yes, and judgmental meerkat. Yes, I remember Maurice. Get off my shit, bro. Actually, he needs to look this way. It reverses. So, yeah. Yeah. So maybe next time one of the dogs is on the show, Maurice will just be like, you have a dog on your program. What's going on? But he is Maurice yeah. the Judgmental Meerkat. And he's judging you right now, viewer. He's he is. Right he's judging me That's for so many reasons. He's judging the viewer, too. For He's judging the listener for not viewing. and Because he should be seen according to him. Okay. That's Maurice. And that is the item of the week. Now, for our final topic, we've been teasing about this all week, so we're just going to let it out. We're just we're just going to let it out. Yes, it's a venting When session. I was writing uh, the titles for my own rundown, it's just for me, not for Greg. I don't share a rundown with Greg. I just tell you him sure what don't. to talk about. <laughs> uh, I was writing this down. The title of this was Retribution, and I was trying to think of a fancy title or a funny title, and really the first three letters, only three letters that came out was WTF. <laughs> What are what are what are we doing here? What I mean, what are we doing? So, just yesterday on Monday Night Raw, we finally got. I mean, there's been a lot of speculation as to who was part of Retribution, but this week we actually heard them. We heard their real voices, and even though they still wore masks, we ended up getting to know who the five members of Retribution are. Um, and with that, some new names came. That you just wonder, you just you just really wonder what is going on. So the five members of Retribution, and I have to make sure I get this right. Uh, as as far as I know, there's one I still uh, always forget. That's Shane Thorne. Course, Shane Thorne. I know. I love how you. That's probably the 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 name that's actually going to benefit most from this, um, which mm. is still kind of strange. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
Chain Thorn. Uh, of course, uh, we had, uh, oh my God, the Dion, uh, Dominic, Dijovic, and, uh, interesting is, of course, uh, make it all, you know, mysterious is, uh, co-ed faction. So we have Mercedes Martinez and Mia Yin as part of, uh, Retribution. And so with that, they announced, also, that retribution has been signed to contracts because people who destroy your building get signed to contracts. I I don't know. I mean, I've had jobs before, but I never got a job by destroying someone's property. Have you? Yeah, I, I don't believe I have. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, last week we sung the praises of Adam Pierce. <sighs> Now retribution gets contracts. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, I just, what are we doing? Is this, is this really Adam Pierce's fault? Probably not. Did he do this? Since, you know, they've all been under contract for years. Except Mercedes Martinez, who signed earlier this year. But we're not stupid. I mean, come on. And they talk about getting their, like, we we just saw you all in NXT. Well, maybe not you, Shane, and maybe not you, Dio. Um, we saw Shane like, in NXT. He was... Jobber to the a stars. Bit. Yeah. We even saw so him on that Raw. I get. We even saw him yeah. on Raw <laughs> teaming with I don't even remember the guy's name now. And losing. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> You're gonna be okay. I, well that's I just... not I know. Getting me so so choked up here. And on top of that, so Dio, Shane, and Dominic now also have new names. New names that were announced. Um, there are new names. I don't know whose name is who, uh, off the top of my head. Um, I do. Okay. So go ahead. You just, so you... Shane Thorne is now mm-hmm. Slapjack. And look, the WWE's Twitter even made fun of it. The WWE's Twitter even had a graphic of Bobby Lashley giving Shane Thorne a Flapjack and it said, oh, look, a Flapjack for Slapjack. Like it literally said that on WWE's Twitter. Like, your like own company's making fun of you? Because it's a comedy act. Like we that. just don't know it. So Shane Thorne is Slapjack. Dio Madden is Mace. I don't know why. And Dominic Dijakovic is T-Bar. He's T-Bar. <laughs> He's T-Bar. Wow. Because so, they walked okay. into the gym portion of the performance center. Really, that's all they had. The little machine where you put the weights on to work out your back and said, that's a T-bar. We're going to call you T-bar. Yeah. I just don't get it. Uh, You know, there was a lot of potential. We talked about this uh, just a few weeks on the show. Elements that I thought could have worked well for them. Escalating it, taking to the next level. But it actually feels like they plateaued at the very beginning. They peaked and then they went downhill. It's all downhill from here. Um, You know, they did share more about their message in their promo about... uh, you know, as as all these other superstars, of course they call them superstars. All these other superstars coming and collecting their money like whores. But now you have a contract. So what what does that make you? You, I mean, that does that make you a whore now? I'm I'm just trying to understand the logic. It, of this. it would have been better if they outed themselves as talent from NXT who never got a shot. Like, 
Yeah. It's, it was so simple and it was so easy. And we screwed the whole thing up. And we screwed the whole thing up. The weekend. And look. And there's still 15 of them by the end of Raw. I know. Where are these other ones coming from? It's like they, I mean, that's a real villainous trait. Like that's a real, like when you think about archetype villain, you have all your little like stooges type of, uh, you know, henchmen come and back you up. You're literally ripping off the dark order. Oh, you're the, the dumb order, order okay that's the yeah, corniest thing say, ever the, the, you're the dumb the dark order, order has, yeah the dark order had some some trials and tribulations but they got better like i they 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 got better uh and this is just going nowhere so let's go back to the names because i we have i to. said this every i've seen multiple people T-Bar. reference this because this really is what uh what it reminds me of, it reminds many people of that scene from Dodgeball uh, when Ben Stiller's character is uh, introducing his Dodgeball team from a Global Gym. And uh, really, I mean, that's one of the most famous scenes. And that was better. The fact Absolutely. that it, they should have they should have implemented this scene. But as he introduced, you know, his team, you have uh, Blade, Laser, Blazer. And his fitness congeliers, Michel. Uh, and, and really, that was the vibe I got from, from this. It's like, yeah, T-Bar, Mason, Slapjack. Like, I just. T-Bar, and I, Mason, Slapjack. And now that, and I don't know if this is new for this week. I just haven't noticed. But now they're having some lines of face paint on underneath their masks. So they still have the masks. They, you know, they have some cuts and open so you can kind of see a little bit more of who they are. Because there was a sale uh, on Bane masks at Spirit Halloween. That's why. Bane mask, right? It's <sighs> literally someone's wearing a Bane mask. It looks like they bought that crap at the Halloween store. It really does. Yeah. They probably did. And poor Mia Yim, like, she struggled. I know you have your opinions about Mia, Mia Yim's promo work, but that mask did not help. She no. was more focused on trying to fix her mask, and that, I think, distracted her from her delivery um of, of her promo and really we just it's it's just lost it's all lost in the sauce now i think that setting this up to be a program against the hurt business is it's only saving grace because the hurt business is great as we just talked about a little while ago they should just be lucky to be in the hurt business's presence at this point they should want to join the but hurt also, business at this point now but uh, you know again another storyline thing that makes me all of this unsure you have Dominic Dijakovic and Mia Yim, who uh, are the best friend and girlfriend of Keith Lee, who they attacked. So, like, why? Like- because no one watches NXT in the minds of Vince McMahon. Like, literally, this is, and I had already. That's, that's a true point. I had already reverted back to this. For a while, it was like, nope. It's no longer. Remember when when AJ Styles, when the OC showed up at NXT and Tommaso Ciampa welcomed them to the main roster? No, NXT is still not the main roster. I'm sorry. This proves that like completely. Like we know Keith Lee and Mia Yim are a thing because they were a thing on NXT. Now she, who doesn't have a name yet, is attacking Keith Lee and we're supposed to pretend like we don't know. Dijakovic and Keith Lee have had 
battles of respect all over NXT and have bonded over this. And Keith Lee wanted to give the first double championship opportunity that he had at his disposal to Dominic Dijakovic, even though we all knew Dominic Dijakovic was sacrificed by Karrion Cross to build the program with Keith Lee that no one's going to remember in two years because of how short-lived it was. And now he's T-Bar doing a horrible Bane impersonation on Raw and he hates Keith Lee because of everything Keith Lee represents. And so does Mia Yim, even though they live in the same apartment in Orlando. And they all came from NXT. Like, I I just... Like, would it be better if if they're spouting the fact that they weren't getting opportunities through NXT and yeah, they're mad at yeah. Keith Lee for that reason? Because Keith Lee was handed some stuff when he went to Raw. And Keith Lee's backstage trying to be like, keep working. I know what you guys are capable of. And they're like, mm-hmm. this is BS. And maybe yeah. even play up the fact that it's putting a strain on his relationship with Mia Yim. Like, I don't know. Don't Tell yeah, a freaking don't, story. Like, yeah, seriously. There's so many real elements to this that... Um, that they could go with, and instead they're dumb. doing, you know, dumb. A, a dumb movie version dumb. of it. So it's, it's it's the dumb order. I don't care that's a stupid it's, name. It's the dumb that's order. A new name. Yes, I'm no longer calling them retribution. I'm now calling them the dumb order. Listener, yes. viewer, I know it's corny and stupid. Now the care. word, you know, when we reference retribution, it's always within retribution. Retribution. Yes, it's, I'm going to see. Just, we're, yeah, we're always going to use our inside voice for retribution because we're not going to justify yes. raising our voices for something so ridiculous. So dumb. Just like so. just like now we have to use villain and hero instead of face and heel, except when you know it's a character trait. We also are adding to the vocabulary list. Retribution. Because it's that boring. It's just it's dumb. Literally it's just stupid. It just makes no sense. And maybe it's because I tell stories. Maybe it's because I'm I'm somewhat responsible for these things. I don't know. But like I look at it and yeah, hindsight's 2020. And I hate when people go back after something has happened. And even in sports, they do it. They're like, oh, that head coach was stupid for calling that play. When had it worked, you'd be calling him brilliant. Like hindsight's 2020. Yeah. But sometimes it's just so obvious, Miranda. Like it's so obvious what they should have done. And, and and it's it's all right there for them. And I feel bad because I guarantee you there are writers and producers who are like, let's just play on the fact they came from NXT. And then there was Vince McMahon or somebody else who was like, no, let's not do that. And put them in masks and <clears throat> face paint. Put them in and- stupid masks and face paint because that's what we do with everybody that we pull up from NXT that we don't want to succeed. And you know what? At the a year from now. Dijakovic's probably the only one on Raw, and he's probably wrestling under the name of Dijakovic. Like, it's yeah. this is going to be the kind of thing that goes away and now, is laughed they, about. They could start moving back up. Uh, first off, please do not give Mia and Mercedes dumb names. Just don't. Oh, they're gonna. Just, you know. How can you yeah, not? How can you have Slapjack, T Bar, and Mace, and then have Mia and Mercedes? And you can't no, have I, Mercedes Martinez because it's already been established. That's Sasha Banks' real first name and Bailey's real last name. So it's just not going to work. Like, Bailey already outed that on Twitter. So she's not going to be Mercedes <laughs> oh. Martinez. She's probably going to be Spare Tire or Lugnut or I don't even know, like, Alignment. I don't know what the hell she's going to be. But Crow it's not going to be as good as. They, no, they, they can't be Crowbar. Please don't that be Crowbar. Crazy. 
Unless Crowbar is going to come in and manage them, and this is going to be the the comedy faction that I want it to be at this point, because you might as well like the, the Nexus. The core thinks this is bad, and no one remembers that no the remaining ne- members of the Nexus yeah. became the core. the core. Is like, oh god, thank god that that wasn't us. like somewhere. Wade Barrett is in NXT laughing at this yeah, because he's, he's probably like, I could have told you this is what was going to happen. Like, like I just the only thing that this is missing is John Cena for them to lose to. And at this point, people would be so happy. They like, would be. just be like, where's John Cena? Please, John Cena, save like, us. No one save wants us. to take this group seriously at this point. They just don't. Do you? <laughs> I don't. Uh, no, there's nothing. I, I, no, there's nothing serious about it. They're wearing really jeans and hoodies. They're literally ripping off the worst part of every gimmick. They're ripping off the worst of the NWO by having all these members. They're ripping off the worst of aces and eights by wearing stupid things and, and the way they've been revealed. The worst of the Dark Order, which is all those other members that did nothing. The worst of the shield, which is the cargo pants. Oh, yeah. Like, you're literally the and worst of everything. Thing, I mean, the shield and retribution, even just the name. It, remember oh, when God. the shield had stupid masks? You don't because it only lasted a week. It was the week oh, after God. WrestleMania 30 and maybe the WrestleMania 30 entrance and they stopped because it was stupid. Uh, Dean Ambrose had the Bane mask, remember? No one liked that either. You know why? Because it was stupid. Literally everything about this is stupid. And you've got to be really freaking talented to excel out of this and to salvage your career out of this. And I'm sorry, only Dominic Dijakovic and Mercedes Martinez are. And and look, and, and look I'm calling spade a spade. She's 40. Okay, she doesn't have a whole lot of opportunity left. This is the big, she's been wrestling for 20 years. This is her big opportunity. And next week, we're probably going to be calling her Flower Pot. I don't know what the hell we're going to be calling her, but it's it's just Spark Plug. Spark Plug. We had that too. They do probably still own that. I don't know. They don't own Halloween Havoc, as we discovered, but it's just the whole thing. And I feel, I feel Mercedes Martinez got fired from the Robert Stone Brad and basically had to take a lesser job in retribution. That's a, yeah. Like, who knew that getting fired from the Robert Stone brand would lead to a demotion? Like, going to Raw was a demotion for Mercedes Martinez. This is her big opportunity, and she's stuck in retribution. I Mercedes Martinez, as someone who has nothing to do with any of this, I sincerely apologize to you on behalf of WWE for what they've done to the biggest mm-hmm. opportunity that you've worked 20 we, years for. We want to start a really big, like, get well card. <laughs> for someone who's not and we'll unwell. And here's someone. the thing. Go back and watch the video while Mia Yim's cutting her promo and you got slap nuts going crazy over there and you got Mace Bar doing whatever he has and T-Pain and, and whatever. And then you have Mercedes Martinez off in the corner and she looks sad. Go back and watch it. You know, she does not want to be there. She, she, she's been long in, the, in this long enough to know. Oh, she knows this is dead on arrival. She absolutely knows. And the only thing she can hope for is to get shipped off to SmackDown in the brand extension or go yeah. back to NXT or or that Tony Khan offers her, a con- offers her a contract like he offers everybody else who leaves WWE. So that that's the most she can. And I, that, that's, I feel so bad for her because she is so talented. 
and and she is such a great representation of so many things of being a minority of being a latina of being a lesbian yeah. who's outed she could do so much good and she's wearing a mask as a member of retribution about to get a really stupid name yeah how were how much worse could we do with this what don't tempt fate, Greg. Don't you dare. That's right. Don't you Cause, dare. Because I just said, this couldn't get any worse. And Monday's Raw said, hold my beer. Oh, Lupin. <laughs> Don't you dare. But hey, oh, they're going to cost Drew McIntyre the WWE Championship on Sunday. Yes. Well, it feels good to get that out of our system. So, it you know, right. it, it, feels, it feels good. It feels good. Uh, so that, that's our little mini therapy session for today. <laughs> Uh, and let us know if you'd like to have, you know, your own little, your session, go ahead and share with us on social media, your thoughts about retribution, uh, the new names, uh, you know, their masks, whatever, you know, and if you actually truly like it, I, you know, I think that's fair. If, if there's something you truly like about retribution, I'm actually very interested in, in hearing that. What about it is interesting because if you, uh, don't say, don't, 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 you know, so, I'm trying to be civil here. You know I'm how like, allow people to share. You know how I used to like really ruffle some feathers on Twitter and really piss people off. I have been blocked in a while. So, cause I haven't been that active on Twitter cause life's just really busy. I'm having to make multiple trips to the U-Haul place to pick up a refrigerator. Like life's busy. Your third refrigerator. Yes, I know. This is really what retribution should be fighting. Retribution. The people. <laughs> With multiple refrigerators gloating on their podcast that they have so many refrigerators. But here's the thing. Well, most okay. of us. If you want me to get active on Twitter, if you want me to go back to being the old Greg DeMarco on Twitter, then go hit up at Chairshot Greg and tell me why retribution's good. Because oh, you will bring out the old Greg DeMarco on Twitter. And by the end of the day, I guarantee you, you will have blocked me. Yep. That is also true. That is also true. He has three refrigerators and you will block him. Those are just facts. You will block me. Uh, that, yeah, that, those are just facts. But yes. really, yes, change the focus retribution of your scope. Uh, really be targeting, you know, those those that have just way too many refrigerators. Um, and, and not all of us have refrigerators uh, as, as many as Greg does. So if, if, that, if they change their tune, I would be supporting them more on that. But they're not. So I just, I just can't, it's not going to be for, for me, but anyways, uh, feel free to share with us on social media at that, at uh, the hashtag Miranda on Facebook and Instagram at Chairshot Greg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and at Chairshot Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And that means, well, we've ended, we've made it, we've reached it. We are done with another edition of the hashtag Miranda show. A huge thank you to everyone who is listening and watching this. Uh, I am always appreciative and thank you for everyone who listens, who supports the show, who supports the chairshot.com and the podcasts that are part of the chairshot radio network. Um, this, you know, always, this is just the highlight of my week and I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, as I mentioned, feel free to reach out to us on social media. Visit thechairshot.com, go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot and get your chairshot t-shirt. Uh, and we'll be back next week doing this whole thing, as always. Uh, so for Greg DeMarco, I'm Miranda Morales, and make sure you always keep it soft style. You're welcome.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.